your readings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Producer Todd. Good job, Dan. Not exactly what I wanted you to do, but it worked. Producer Todd. I said hello. All right, you didn't say hello, but that's fine. Pugs well, I didn't want to say hello to you. Hello to Kruger and Pugs. Go fuck yourself. Hello, Pugs. <laughs> Namaste. What's up, y'all? And Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. Dan, it sounded like a ghost stuck something in your mouth, like right at the beginning of the show. There we go. Ghosts would go NCT after. NCT2 is going to be pretty damn 2023. We'll go yeah. with that. Yeah, 2023. <laughs> I can be in the entity, Barbara Hershey. You can suck a dick. That's not going to be Barbara Hershey. Ooh, Hershey. We're only admitted in this show. We better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Already a Hershey Highway joke. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we're here to have intellectual breakdowns of classic cinema. Yeah. We're here to talk uh, physical media and uh, all sorts of good stuff. All sorts of wholesome shit here on Flesh and Horror. <laughs> you're going to do the old WWF commercial, Wholesome Family Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> wholesome family entertainment oh we need ozzy to record that for a new intro uh, you got the wheels you, you're Stop trying to make ozzy ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's weird like for 14 what are we then i'll just well, like oh we need to make watch ozzy watch this <laughs> like we do ozzy See? he pushes out of watching everything he won't even watch a chilean film in trauma which he should you know watch. why dan because you push it way too hard. So also, he knows something's coming. Also, he's a grown-ass man. He can do what he wants. <laughs> I mean, he can IMDB it. He knows it's a horror film. So, he doesn't care. <laughs> Dude, in order to get him to watch Trauma, we're going to have to fucking strap his ass down and put those fucking things in his eyes from clockwork. Hold him at gunpoint, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that actually. Shit. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call Bobby. We'll call Bobby Hollywood to go do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk. We'll talk the vinegar syndrome sale. We'll talk. Uh, we got obviously a lot of reviews tonight, which I'm very excited to get into. Um, but yeah, you guys done anything? Halloween oriented. I know it's pumpkin spice season. And I'm on a diet. It's the worst. Thing Actually, I, what did I tell I'm you? You on the fucking uh, uh, the basic witch right now. It's number two. So what? what it's, it's is gonna that be a Jack problem. in the box? Yeah. Yes. It's it's, it's their Oreo shake mixed with some pumpkin spice stuff. It's what? it's ambrosia. And they have like uh, pumpkin pie croissant bites. Yeah, I haven't done those there. yet. I totally forgot when I was there. I did finally try the Angry Monster Taco, so I was very happy. So I went there I and I didn't too. get anything pumpkin related. N word. <laughs> um, Slash your home video went window shop Halloween window shopping today. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I've, do, I've done a little bit of that uh, going to Spirit. I've only bought one thing at Spirit so far this season, so I've been very good. Um, I bought zero, but I do got to go back and get that wall clang. I was like, zero from Nightmare Before Christmas or nothing at all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting up tomorrow and doing our outside decorating. It sucks here because I do it much earlier, but you got to mow really as late into September as yeah. you can. But uh, yeah, I'm, I've got all that ready to go. That's going to be my what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> and tomorrow's a cheat day on the diet, so I might have to get something pumpkin oriented. 
I what what should I get? What do you guys think? Have you had the pumpkin Oreo, the basic witch from Jack in the Box? We'll I had it last Jack year. Jack in the Box in Georgia. So. Do you guys have Freddy's uh, there? Oh, Freddy's. We might. I'm not sure. Freddy's has a pumpkin pie shake that's really fucking good. We have some local things that have like pumpkin ice cream. Oh, you have that pumpkin cheesecake thing. Do Culver's got anything out there, Kruger? Um, we have Culver's. Yeah, they have. I think they have like a pumpkin pie. Uh, shake. They don't have the fucking pumpkin pecan shake that they usually bring in every year, which really is upsetting me. <laughs> Can you get a pumpkin shake with pecans? I don't think so. I, I don't know. Maybe actually. Now that shit, I should. I should have fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, when it's not right there, I get it. You get excited. Were you already yeah, really maybe. craving it, or did you have any enhancement <laughs> to make you forget? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I've had the the Freddy's pumpkin pie shake, and that was really fucking good. It had like little pieces of pumpkin pie in it. Anyone else had the pumpkin spice frosty yet? I have not. I hope to get that on Sunday. That tomorrow. I will definitely get one of those. Oh, tomorrow I will be at Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. So if you see me at the Honda Center, Rad. come say oh. hi. Rad. Yeah, I, th that's a good concert. I, I saw them uh, together like back in like 2008. Halloween Hootenanny? Yeah. Did the Murder Dolls open up for them? I think so. Yeah, fuck yeah, I was there. Not in Arizona. Almost, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alice Cooper always does like big Halloween concerts, which are really cool. The fucking best. There like was legit. A, no bad there shows. Was, there was a 3D show they had on the DirecTV 3D pay-per-view that was so awesome. Like, it was just the, just Alice Cooper, not Alice and, and Ron, mm -hmm. but it was just, mm -hmm. and I've never been able to find it again. I've Damn. never even heard of this. That yeah. sounds cool. It was when they DirecTV had the 3D pay-per-view channel. It was like one of the things. That's you, rather You know fun. what? Remind me after the show. I'll ask somebody that might know where to find it. All right. Uh, Chris has well, then we will be having a viewing. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Chris has a question that I don't understand. Maybe you do. Okay. Did Zero always have a pumpkin nose? I thought it was just red. I feel like they changed it and washed all history. Wait, Zero has a pumpkin okay, yeah. nose? For, for the confused Dan... Nightmare Before Christmas, Zero is the name of the ghost dog. Oh, oh okay, okay. I don't ever remember him having a pumpkin nose. It could be a Bernstein, Bernstein Bears bullshit, but no, it's always red like Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 maybe. On what, that's, like toys or something? Yeah, that's what I'm trying artist to yeah, liberty. <laughs> like, or in the movie, is it something like. Hold on, you I'm Googling Zero Nightmare. I'm already Christmas doing it. Right but you can see Jack Skellington's head on what top of What the fuck? It's a pumpkin. Really? I feel like a fucking half fan then. What, yeah. what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Small details. That's cool. You blew our mind, uh, slash your own video. Rory, going on 30 years and you never noticed it before. Dude, I'm well, so fucking Because it lights up, right I think that's why. Yeah. And I'm looking at the still of it lit up, and like I wouldn't, like I I wouldn't notice. It's just like an orange light. Fuck out of here! Yeah, I've taken it for granted this entire time. Right. You should, you should Breaking see. news, Dan! You better make it short. Him see? and his wife think that they changed it. 
Well, I'll go back Ooh. to the VHS and pop that some bitch yeah. in and tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the clam? Fuck yeah. yeah. See yeah. if you can trip Sage. I hear it's worth a million that. dollars because it's a Disney black <laughs> Yeah. yeah somebody, Is it? Somebody, no. somebody <laughs> should go trip out Sage Sen Supreme and fucking tell her this oh, shit. Oh, we're going to. what she says. We're going we're gonna to ask her. We're, we're quizzing her. Yeah. <laughs> this was a while ago. It might even be pre your time on the show, Kruger. But. Somebody uh, on Facebook had commented on something because we it had it was UEW was running and it's just like, dude, I can't believe you have Sage Sin on. And they were talking about the other, the other Sage. Sin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Sin Sage. Sage, yes. Sage yeah. I, I know, but in their head, they're just like, you got, you got Ky- Kyle actually had a funny fucking line about that on one of the UEW shows. He was just <laughs> like, "Don't com- uh, not not to be com- or confused with her name backwards." You look that up, you see some scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because you could know the people who called it wrong. Why yeah. <laughs> the people always Sid Saint Supreme? I, I mean, like we know. <laughs> I'm guilty uh, of that with uh, Britney Snow. I kept calling her the porn version of that so i i get it <laughs> honest mistake well i mean you're in the right environment to mix them up there at least ask uh tia carrera about asia carrera <laughs> drives, her, drives her nuts she talked about that during a panel once uh, i don't know how it came up but it was really funny she didn't start uh, in wang's world <laughs> was she mad because her career was longer <laughs> oh, Dan didn't tag her. <laughs> ah. But yeah, other than um, I have a pretty big uh, movie marathon coming up next week oh, on yeah. next Saturday. Twelve hours oh, yeah. of movies, and uh, they're kicking it off with Mandy as the first movie. So I'm really, Ooh. really fucking psyched about this. That. Is for what now? Yeah, so it's a uh, my local art house theater. They do a couple of twelve hour movie marathons every year. They, I think, they usually do two horror ones and then one sci fi one. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I, off the top of my head, I know they're showing Mandy, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, uh, Pieces, yeah. I think uh, Creep Shows, Freaks, and Dawn of the Dead and Final Destination. But I am going to skip out on Dawn of the Dead and Final Destination. Which Don did? Uh it's it's the remake. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I, Todd, that was for you. No, no. If it, <laughs> if, it, if it was the original, I'd want to stay for it. I'd but. still stay for the remake, but I, I it's it's not like a. See, yeah. the problem is my girlfriend. She is not a night owl at all. So, like, mm. getting her like I think pieces may start at like 2 a.m. or some shit like that. It's going to be a rough one, but hopefully uh, hopefully we get out of there without her passing out. Right on. You kind of need an intermission movie. I don't know if this is like just back to back to back. with. It, no it, it, it's basically like t- maybe 10 minutes in between. Yeah, they have so a 24-hour one out here in like uh, at the New Bev, and like you got to pick which movie you want to fall asleep in if you're gonna yeah. do the whole fucking thing. So. Yeah, 24 uh, hours that would be rough. They have like old trailers and commercials like in between. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's. I think that's what they do at this one too. Uh, I've ne- I, she's gone a couple of times. I've never gone. So okay, cool. You don't right. want to fall asleep at the new Bev though. That's California. You'll wake up and uh, cool dude will be tickling your feet. 
Is that where I am? In the New Beverly, you got a good chance of more than just cool neuter tickling your feet. (laughs) (laughs) The owner. Can you imagine how fucked up that would be? You just like wake up, and just, like, <laughs> uh, then you look down and you got Tarantino. You just, just look down. And that's just, right. if Tarantino did it, that's not a problem. You know, I'll just suck it up. No, no, me tooing his ass. You know what, Tarantino, have at it. <laughs> go, go for it, dude. You have consent from Pugs Dread, wow. Tarantino. You can. There you go. Well, anyways, we're like twelve minutes. In I, I know, and I, I know a bullshit that has nothing. Well, to I have do something with good movie. though. Oh, you do? Go for well, it. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna record a Toxic Avenger review of the of the new film. So yes. look for it on the channel. I'm doing it alone because no one else has seen it yet, and we will do an official review when it is officially available, released wide, so everyone can see it. So yes, yes, so. Stay tuned for that. Lots of good stuff coming up in October. Obviously, once again, Slashtober starting soon. The angriest Slashtober yet. You might get a real <laughs> Don't remind anyone. Don't oversell <laughs> it just you're, yet. You're gonna... <laughs> I don't know. It could get worse. if <laughs> It could be bad. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's a, that is our ho- annual Halloween slasher tournament. You'll see how that all works. And Dan, new to the channel. And what series has also started every Thursday on the channel? Every Thursday, we have a Black Emmanuel box set review dropping. We're doing it disc by disc rather than you know trying to condense it into one show or one insanely long show. We're doing it disc by disc, so you can watch the first episode now. And then, uh, yeah, first every two. Thursday, first, first two. two, no, 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 first two uncut. Oh, on yeah, 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 Patreon. yeah. yeah right there's a lot, as you can imagine. Yeah, patreon.com slash flesh wound features. I'm just letting them go wild and beeping as I need to be. <laughs> the unedited episodes. Uh, oh, shit, I should get on there then. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the one I you should have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, are you ready to talk some horror? Always, of course. All right, so our first film, brown horror. There you go. (laughs) Our first film is a horror anthology, Satanic Hispanics. And in this one, when police raid a house in El Paso, they find it full of dead (laughs) Latinos and only one survivor, known as Latinos (laughs) Traveler. God. Latinos. Okay. Latinos. Your, your, your pronunciation is, is all I gotta comical. say is, is the movie's already <laughs> wrong because the police cared about a bunch of dead Latinos. I say Sorry, it right ahead. every time. It's the jalapeno debate. You guys oh, okay. can't let it You're go. You're right. You're right. All right. <sighs> Full of dead people and only one survivor known as the traveler. He is taken to the police station. Vote for, for Pedro. Nobody's gonna understand the synopsis. Quiet. There. He oh, fuck you. Oh, Tell me that quiet. Oh, so there's shit. a bunch of fucking. I, I'll go fucking hard. Dude, God, get me ready. <laughs> dude, he, said, he, he said that too willingly. I, <laughs> I understand. Hurry up, Dan. There he is. my name out your fucking mouth. Oh, shit. He recounts tales of horrors from his life chronicling. Gay? Leading to okay. <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> okay. Go, Dan, go. 
<laughs> they don't have to know what it is. It's about Satan and and uh, Latinos. Oh, there you go. Is that well, I mean, we're going to talk about Read each the mythology. Right. So, once again, should I start from the top? Yeah, do it. Okay, let's all go. right. When police raid a house in El Paso, they find it full of dead Latinos and only one survivor known as the Traveler. He is taken to the police station for questioning. There he recounts tales of horrors from his life, chronicling portals leading to other worlds, mythical beings, <clears throat> demons, and the undead. He speaks of legends from Latin America. Satanic Hispanics tell stories by top Latin filmmakers that showcase the skills of a Hispanic talent both on and off the screen. Now read in Spanish. I took Latin in school, but I'm too shaky to, to even attempt. But sorry. Uh, so, hot tag, who wants to go first? Wait, did he say he took Latin in high school or did he? Well, yeah. Latin. Latin. Yeah. Did you take Latin or did you take Spanish? Latin. I Why would Latin. you take Latin? You had to. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, he's not a willing thing. Are you? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's learn one. this Latin. You also can understand a little bit because it's a base language. I never understood them. the people who took French either. Like you're not going to use that in California. Well, honest. <laughs> yeah, if you honest. go to Canada, you can, uh, but you're not really going to use. It. Any of it, unless you, you you're going to use some goddamn Spanish if you learn that shit. Sure, <laughs> if I were to like commit to really speaking another language, of course I would learn Spanish. I my brother, my younger brother, the the idiot, he <laughs> learned. He started to take Pendejo, Ru please <laughs> Russian. Russian. Well, that's a good one right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you're never going to really use it. I don't know. Yeah, take. Spanish. I guess we're having our own fun Friday because we cannot focus today. <laughs> yeah. It is a different day. Yes. All right. Yeah. Pugs, Satanic Hispanics. Well, are, are we going to talk about the stories? Or are we doing? Yeah, we have to go by segment, Dan. Yeah. Oh, I don't have it by segment. I can give you a general. Yeah, we'll go for it, Kurt. You can kick well, it off. Rubik's Cube guy was technically the first segment because the traveler is the wraparound. So let's talk about the Rubik's Cube guy segment. Uh, for that, I thought it was a cool concept, nice little ghost story, um, and the entity that he's being haunted by when you, you get that grand reveal. Pretty fucked up looking. And uh, one thing I'll say about the movie, just like from top to bottom, lots of good practical effects throughout this thing. Uh, I don't know who did the effects, but whoever you are out there, uh, hats off to you because there's a lot of cool shit throughout this. And that ghost was definitely one of them. I thought the ending fell a little flat on that segment, though. I was kind of expecting a little bit more. Uh, but I still liked it and thought it was a solid way to kick off everything. Um, I like the way the entity looked. I didn't really care for the story. I like the opening a lot. The wraparound is probably my favorite part. And I'll, let me, we'll get there. Uh, we'll talk about when we get there. But yeah, but this one's kind of weak for me. Todd or Dan? Um, well, I'll, I'll do the wraparound first too. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it, it's 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 strong. It, it doesn't feel like one of the half-ass like VHS ones were just kind of making yeah. something work. It it felt like an anthology, not a bunch of shorts thrown together, which I really love. And the first short, well, I, I thought it set a nice tone. I agree. The ending was a little bit, you know, but in an anthology that happens and it didn't really bother me because some, you know, they get to play a little more, I guess. You get a little more freedom to try different things. So yeah. 
ending didn't bother me, but I, I, I get what you mean with it fell flat. What did you think about the, the you know, the wraparound in the first segment, Dan? I loved it. Uh, I don't have this in order because obviously I saw it in the theater, but I thought the wraparound was fantastic. You can tell that this movie was... It wasn't just somebody's shorts put together, which we've seen a lot of in anthologies today. It was all conceived together. It's a perfect wraparound. And what a great creature, the the demon. Santa Muerte, yeah. Yeah, holy shit. That that could be iconic. Uh, I could see young horror fans maybe watching this, and that would be like a, a creep show moment for them that they would always remember. I thought... Really, really, really cool. Uh, there's a lot of talent behind this. Mike Mendez, of course, of the convent. And uh, we have uh, uh, Damien Rugna, uh, who's an Argentinian director. He made Terrified, uh, which is a 2016 film that's really, really good. Uh, lots great talent behind this one. Um, one thing that I thought this anthology in general does really well is balance the comedy and the horror, uh, which has been an issue for a lot of films this year. I, I kind of put this right up there with something like Mortuary Collection, which we did a few years yeah, ago. And that was- that would that's a great anthology, and I'm gonna call this a really great anthology. I was gonna say I put this one over it, but I don't know if that's you know something I have to because of my color. It's just I would not. <laughs> it's okay, so <laughs> it, it's shot. I know one of the segments was shot in the same area as Apocalypto, uh, which is a beautiful looking film, and only the second film to shoot there, apparently, which is bizarre. Um and yeah, I think they blend horror and humor perfect. And that might even be an issue that we'll talk about later tonight. It's so hard because there's so many movies, even just in the last year, that try to be funny and scary and end up being neither. Uh, this, I laugh my ass off when I'm supposed to. And, you know, when you're supposed to be afraid, you're afraid. It delivers the suspense. Uh, talking about... Uh, the segments, which I'm sorry if I'm a little scatterbrained because, again, this was in the theaters. Uh, El Vampiro, I believe, was one segment. Yeah. Uh, the second one, I believe. Yeah, that uh, was the next one we were going to talk about. Yes. Uh, hot tag if you want to go for that one first. Um, I, I mean, I, you kind of hit the nail on the head when you said, like, it balanced, like, funny with the horror very well. And this segment was great. Uh, I mean, the, I love the chemistry that this – old vampire had with his you know young younger uh latina (laughs) wife and like just the way they were bickering and stuff it just felt very convincing and authentic if you've ever grown up around couples like that Mm -hmm. um and uh good gore uh i thought like it was also really creative uh the way they were like hiding the actual like kills with the shadows and then you would get like the aftermath gore. I thought that was actually like really creative because they probably didn't have a huge budget to be able to show everything on screen, especially considering the way the wraparound ended. I think a majority of the budget and the effects went into that crazy finale. But uh, as far as the vampire segment, definitely liked it a lot. And usually, you know, horror comedy stuff I'm very picky with, but all the, uh, all the right uh, laughs and stuff. And Patricia Velasquez as the wife, 
Yeah. She does not age. What a beautiful lady. <laughs> She's uh, a real vampire. <laughs> uh, uh, I liked the, the the concept of why the sun was rising. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, th- this one was okay. I, I I think what for me because I this didn't hit well with me like it has apparently all of you. It's the promise you the that, but the promise of what I got in the beginning with all those bodies. I'm like, what? I want this. Whoa. And then we go off into this other entertaining stuff. I'm like, ah, this is not. You guys set me up for failure. <laughs> so I, yeah, I this love, was cool. I love this segment. I thought it was just hilarious. I mean, it's simple. You know, he was he stayed out too long and he's got to get home. And I, yeah, it's kind of almost a mini road trip uh, movie in a way. Just trying to get. Back they can home. make this one feature length, and I'd be, I'd be so down. Yeah, I think it would have worked. Um, I, I really do. And there was really good chemistry between the two actors. And I, yeah, I, you never know with something like this and the time. I, I knew there was a lot of talent behind it because Mike Mendez never fails to make something entertaining. Um, Greg Grunberg, who's also a regular in all of his stuff, uh, all of his more recent stuff, Big Ass Spider. Of course, uh, as he playing the cop in the rap wraparound segment, uh, he's always great. Um, yeah, man. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but there is like the best weapon maybe in horror movie history <laughs> in this film. Uh, Dan but, always gets excited for those. I mean, it's never the right one. It's, it's the, the way. It's, it's the way they deliver it, though. Okay. The way they deliver. I'm just saying, you get excited for dicks a lot, Dan. You could tell they were. You could tell they were. You could tell they were Deathgasm fans. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This one, I mean, it's probably the best horror film right now in at least semi-wide release. I don't know how many screens it's on. I'm seeing. It as fuck. What are you talking about? All right, I know some people got it. Maybe it's it's. It's not like a one night only screening. If you look for it, you can find it. Yeah, it, it might be one though. If you want, if it's see at Dan's it. theaters, it's it's opened wide in his brain. That's just the way it works. I'm t- okay, Todd. I wasn't sure. I know other people had it too. In fact, I believe it's playing somewhere in Kentucky. I know that for a fact, and that's not that doesn't always get everything. So there you go. But anyway, I'm just saying it's not wide. Okay. Okay, I said Todd, I didn't Why know are you many... making this a big deal? Right, it's Todd, weird. You Todd, haven't moved Todd. on already. <laughs> Todd, what? what did you think of the vampire segment? I yeah. I loved it. Um, I'm, I'm, I forget the actor's name who played the vampire, but I, I know him from other stuff. He's he's always pretty entertaining. Uh, I know his uh, Hemke Madeira, I believe, is okay. how you pronounce it. I, our our Spanish expert, Daniel Shine. <laughs> <laughs> Latin, oh, yeah. whatever the fuck he said. Jalapenos, we get it. Jalapenos. Oh, same time. My You're bad. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I fucking forgot. Yeah, no, it was fucking. Yeah, I like it. It's, yeah. Um, right. it was it was good. Fucking, I'm so confused. <laughs> Go ahead. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Idiot, all right. Um. The next segment was the, like, I don't know if they were Aztec tribe, but like the witch doctor ritual thing Um, that I was like super fucking into it at first. But then 
there's kind of like this grand reveal thing that happens and the practical effect behind it i thought was a little bit underwhelming uh, i was kind of expecting something like grander and just cooler to happen and it left me feeling a little flat uh but still cool segment you know i didn't like dislike it or anything i just i kind of just kind of like the uh rubik's cube segment it didn't uh nail the ending for me pugs uh yeah the, oh, go, there was go some, ahead, oh sorry no it's fine oh no i was just gonna say that there's some shut up this segment was just all right i didn't really yeah. care about it now you can go dan <laughs> all right so uh, rare show tonight <laughs> Channeling the rock, I guess, tonight. Uh, so this one, uh, I liked it. Now, this is the more serious segment. Um, there might have been some like cultural stuff to this legend that might go over some people's heads a little bit. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I like I said, they balanced the horror and the comedy pretty well. Uh, this one pay a little extra close attention, uh, so you catch everything i believe the segment was called Nuahalis. which one are you talking about i'm sorry this is the uh the aztec rich ritual okay or... okay yeah yeah that yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to get the name straight sorry <laughs> yeah um but the more serious segment i actually thought there's some really good practical effects in this and, and in general in the movie too i thought the creature designs were great um the gore bits when they hit i thought were really good uh, as well and we still it's a it's a build too because my you know your favorite segment is really what you should close on uh minus the the wraparound <laughs> we'll get to that because we got one hell of a segment coming up next yeah which then that is, oh god i was gonna say which is totally the one i thought mike mendez directed <laughs> Oh, that was wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then the the last segment that basically leads into the wraparound, um, that I thought was fucking great. Um, Hammer of Zanzibar, I believe. Yeah, Hammer of Zanzibar. I the uh, El Jefe guy. That that whole scene was just comedy fucking gold. <laughs> him talking about the entity visiting him at night. Uh, <laughs> that shit had me dying. Like crying laughing in the fucking movie theater um and it all leads to this big final showdown with this demon getting uh basically beat to death with a very phallic object and it was fucking hilarious super funny the whole segment and also leading into the wraparound uh it, it reminded me of ash versus evil dead big time and i love that i love that show and for that reason i want more <laughs> of these movies because i want more of just that world that those la the last segment of the wraparound take place in it's funny because I immediately thought Stand Against Evil, which is a comparable it's show. From I need to, I need to, I need to see that show. You, still. you do. I haven't seen it yet either, Kruger. Maybe Watch it for Halloween. They're half That's hour episodes too. So and yeah, and I think there's like ten episodes each. Yeah, Season. you'll you'll dip through it. That show's so much fun. Um, now I need on my coffee table the talk to me hand and then the hammer of Zanzibar on each end. You don't, you don't have one. I don't have, have like nine. <laughs> you want to be accurate one? It's got to be accurate, Pugs. It's got to right. be accurate. <laughs> we did a whole show. We did a show. If you do, you think this derails? There was a show ages ago where we pulled up uh, like Cthulhu, like dildos, 
Oh, no, no. It was uh, King Ghidorah. Uh, dildos. Uh, was yeah. that on Patreon? I hope it was. <laughs> I didn't know. I think we did it actually on a uh, on a like Kaiju Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, for me, I do like this one. This one was a standout amongst all of them. Um, although Jonah Ray had a white lead, huh? That's why. <laughs> oh, maybe, but Jonah Ray didn't disappear into the character for me. So it was just Jonah Ray versus these fucking things, which made me enjoy it even more. Uh, all right i still see joker every time we see el jefe so or little uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No uh, course. now this one was was highly entertaining it's still not exactly what i what i was set up for and with the beginning so i was still hoping the wraparound would you know nail it for me uh which we'll talk about in a little bit but yeah this one i, I this one i would recommend uh for sure yeah yeah this made me feel like uh you know i'm a young horror fan again it, it really uh, the creativity was there. It fired on all cylinders. I, I hope, I hope it delivers for everybody else. I know we sold it hard, but what can I say? I love it. Pugs has kept it pretty grounded, Dan. Yeah. I swear to God, he doesn't listen to anything else. I did said. listen. He literally was... said what Positive. I said verbatim right after I said it when it went back to him. Like, word for word. <laughs> I would say you were like, mostly... this is what he He's not say. listening now. What he just Positive. said. Positive. <laughs> Positive. Stay positive, Todd. Jesus uh, Christ. But anyways, Mortuary Collection. If you haven't seen it, watch that and watch this. Sit down for Anthology Yeah, night. go see uh, it. It's a fun watch. It is. <laughs> it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun with it. I want a sequel because, again, more of uh, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite and what comes along with in his world. Uh, I would love to see him slaying, slaying more demons. Pugs uh, is like, I got all my inclusion in Blue Beetle. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it now. <laughs> um, all right. Well, why don't we rate this? Yeah, that's Friday. Fuck it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I rate this one. <sighs> I'm ready to go. Four and a half jalapenos. <laughs> that is racist. racist. That is you are a racist man. scumbag. <laughs> be ashamed of yourself. Uh, it I, was a running joke from before. Well, it doesn't make it's not a running racist joke. Damn. I'm I'm four out of five. Uh, but and I think I do want to rewatch it. And I think my love for it could grow even more. Uh, so let's get on that fucking sequel, though. Todd, do you want to go before I? Uh... I've <laughs> never seen a Mike Mendez movie that was under a four for me. This remains, and this is a four and a half. All right. Sweet. I'm a two and a half. I also oh. suffer from anthology burnout. I am still not over that. And also, again, the promise of the uh, a bunch of dead bodies with the police coming and one person surviving. I want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with anything else. But the other, <laughs> other stuff was okay. I thought the, the police station assault on Precinct 13 kind of moment would seal it for you for at least yeah that's the part i enjoy the most pay attention i, I know and i i know and i thought you would be comprendo essay no fuck that damn damn <clears throat> hostility i want barrio approved dan that's what i want next. <laughs> <laughs> dan uh, you got a new gimmick when you're out in la next time <laughs> Danny uh, boy <laughs> we'll trigger damn. your inner conan 
Anyways, <sighs> moving on to our next film Christ. of the evening, Shaky Shivers, which was a Fathom event. Uh, and this is from director... Called Michael J. Fox? How and nobody calls him out for his joke. I wasn't Damn. racist. Yeah, you were. We weren't in the middle of reviewing Back to the Future and Teen Wolf when he said it. That would have been disrespectful. <laughs> oh. oh my god! You don't get to review Frighteners uh, ever. Though. And now it's going to be great. We're studying Mike Mendez on this. Uh, all right, I kept talking about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the whole review, dicks, and then they yelled at each other once in a while. <laughs> Basically, but the rest right. loved it. Just dicks and hostility. That's that's pretty much flesh wound features, dicks and hostility. He's going to tell uh, you to make another shirt, Todd. I know he is. Dicks and hostility. <laughs> Who would buy a Dicks and Hostility shirt? Not Dan. Well, not Dan. Not Dan, dude. Damn. I'm on shirt until right. Dan buys one. Shaky Shivers from director Sung Kang, uh, of course, you will recognize from the Fast and the Furious movies, um, unfortunately, and other good stuff. A better uh, tomorrow. Come on. Give that better one. tomorrow, I was about to say. All right, Shaky Shivers. Two young women find themselves at an abandoned camp in the woods with a book of magical spells surrounded by classic monsters in this comedic send-up of 80s horror films. To elaborate on that a little bit more, um, one of the girls is thinks, at least, that she's been bitten by a werewolf. Uh, so they that's essentially why they go out to this abandoned, I believe it was like an abandoned uh, Girl Scout uh, camp and hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. They never say uh, it's an abandoned Girl Scout camp. That You you just say that. They film that. Because that's, that's where it's filmed. It. But yeah, that's not a plot point. It's just. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm that just way. making sure it's clear. So. Being a Fathom event, yes, they do. Uh, the director does kind of run down uh, his inspiration. He puts over American Werewolf in London, uh, which I'll get to in a minute. But this movie does deliver on a few things. I think the two leads had fantastic chemistry. I thought they they felt like real friends, which is always important. Uh, this also delivers some 90s. Nostalgia takes place in 1993 in Washington State, which I uh, was one year away, roughly, from moving to Washington State. So, kind of took me back there. Um, so, the BBW's outfit definitely shows 1990s. <laughs> I, I want to put them over for that. They never made a big deal that one of the girls was a big girl. They always seem to do that when they use one, but yeah. they didn't. So, good yeah. for them. Yeah, she she was great. I thought she was fantastic. Um, and uh, Brooke Markham, I believe, is the actress's uh, name that plays uh, oh, Lucy. And yeah, and uh, uh, Vivi Nguyen, who plays Karen, her friend. I thought I thought they had they really sell the movie because it's pretty much just those two reacting to uh, a, a situation that just keeps escalating. <laughs> Yes, it is literally. Yeah, it's a cast of six. Very low budget movie, but again, it's more or less two couple locations. And and they mentioned um, it was shot during quarantine too. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so <sighs> Shaky Shivers, it's another, it's a it's a comedy horror concoction that just doesn't mix for me. Um hmm. it, I kind of figured that bringing up American Werewolf in London is an issue because that is something that blends comedy and horror perfectly. And I'm not saying I hated this movie. I did enjoy it, but it's definitely not scary. It, it The horror elements don't work very well at all. It's low budget. I enjoyed most of the effects. Um, although I know Gabe uh, Bartalos worked on the film and, not his best work. I think he was special effects supervisor. So those are his uh, actual hairy knuckles as the hand? Probably, yes. <laughs> um, there is a hilarious gag, I, I will say, that just involves a gun that did make me laugh quite hard. <laughs> but it just doesn't blend the horror and the comedy well enough. Thank God the two leads had chemistry. Otherwise, this could really be an did issue. You- I think you went in with it the wrong way because this was definitely a comedy horror. It's definitely comedy's first set with a spooky situation. It's it's not a, a it's 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 not the other way. There's there's Return of the Living Dead. There's which American Wolf of London. Those are all perfectly. horror comedies, though. This is on the lighter side. Comedy. It's it's in a world like I mean, we still have werewolves, zombies, witches, all sorts of crazy shit. That that I understand, and it's an R-rated film too, mind you. This I'm not okay. I I get that, but you're not hearing what I'm saying, though. You think it's a straight comedy? No, I think it's a comedy horror film. It's it's primarily a comedy with some horror horror aspects, not the other way around. The horror comedy is different. Comedy first. There is differences, and this one maybe the leans towards that. Like scary movie is a comedy horror; it's not a horror comedy. Comedy is first, and it has horror. Like it's in a horror world, though. That's the difference. Uh, Going into scary movie, I didn't expect anything other than really just a comedy. I didn't have any expectations. Did you see the trailer? But the director of this name dropping stuff like American Werewolf in London, which I should also point out. He says he grew up loving American Werewolf in London. So there are obvious homages to it in his comedy horror film. And there is. There's heavy homages to that. Uh, It's also if you're going in for a werewolf film, don't get too excited. There's about 30 seconds I think of of werewolf action. There's a lot of other things going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, looked okay. It's a low-budget horror movie. It wasn't overly heavy on CG, which is always good. It, my my one complaint with like that, it was too well lit. <laughs> Me, yeah, right. It's funny, isn't it, Bugs? Overlit. Yeah, that's very funny. Actually, <laughs> but, you know, the whole movie takes place in the day. So Up that, until the end, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so yeah. Other than the end, so it's a lot of brightly lit stuff, which could make that make the effects look worse. It doesn't. But I, it is, you know, having, and that's another thing with the tone, having it set all in the day is going to change, like, how things, you know, are, mm-hmm. they're le- everything's less scary in the day. It's a movie that I wish I liked it a little bit more than I did, because, I mean, you can tell this guy loves the genre uh, and everything. It's just, he, I don't know, for me, it's like, just needed to balance it a little bit more. That's that's just how I kind of took the movie, but but uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. 
Um, this one should be on VOD, I'm sure, in time for Halloween. I don't know if they've announced yet. It was a one-day Fathom event, so... I thought it was coming to Screenbox. I thought it was coming to Screenbox. It is. is it? it is. Okay. Yeah, so that'll definitely probably be on by Halloween. Slaughter okay. House is available on VOD. Yeah. yeah. I still need to see that. There is yes, a Blu-ray, too, but it's BDR, and it's available now. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But um, uh, Slaughterhouse, I would say first. <laughs> I agree. But that one also, and we had this, uh, I meant to threw it out there too. That is 100% a comedy horror film. Yeah. It, and there's, in all, all of your complaints work the same on that. You just had more fun with the other one. Because every complaint you said about the comedy first, all there not being scary, all works there. So. That's also a slasher film, though. This is trying to be a werewolf film, a zombie. But it's film. not. I mean, it's really little, it, little. Different. It's really not a werewolf film, and it's never promised to be. That's kind of what the director hinted at. For no, me. he said, "It's okay. I, you like no, 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 you're let it go, God." But you're reading into things he didn't say. You liked it more than no, me. no, no. I, I, you don't even know that we haven't rated. I just don't. Your your logic is weird to me. No, it's just comedy and horror. A lot of people are very specific about that. Well, which is fine. <laughs> what say you, Todd? What do you rate it? Uh, I'm a three. I liked it enough. It was above average for me. Okay. Uh, See, now he wants to lower his. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. I wish it could have been more. but He wishes it more different movies, what he means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll check it out when it comes to Screenbox for sure. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, Dan, would you tell them to check it out when it comes out on Screenbox? Yeah, some of you guys will probably like this one. It'll vary. It's going to work for some. It won't work for others. Go in there knowing you're watching a comedy horror film, not the other way around. Yeah, and it, you won't have the director's intro before it, so it won't confuse you like it did Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Next, what do we have next here? Uh, next up, we like have thirty-five in and got two reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's because yes. All Motherfucker, right. yeah, why is it you out? We're gonna go <laughs> with three. All right, our next review got me all thrown off, Todd. Our next Good. review is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't see that one. Blood flower. <laughs> Blood flower. I was getting. Oh, that one. I'm, I'm trying Blood to help you, you motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Shaky cam. Blood Clip it. flower. Clip it. <laughs> which is a Malaysian horror film and also known as. I don't uh, like the way you said that. Harum Milan is the alternate title. And in this one, a young apprentice healer tries to suppress his supernatural abilities so he can fit in with the other kids. But when a malicious spirit breaks out in his apartment, he decides to use his abilities while dark family secrets are revealed. Um, all right. Hot tag. Go for um, it. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, so I really liked a lot of what this movie brought to the table this i thought the story was really good uh the whole relationship between the father and son i thought was interesting especially considering they're kind of like a almost like an exorcist family and uh but the father is the one that doesn't have like any gifts and he somehow has like some sort of power over his son being able to use his and i just 
seeing that all play out throughout the story, it made sense. And I just thought that was really cool. And their relationship was uh, very good. And I felt for that kid big time. I mean, right away, you know, he goes through a really heavy loss and then he's thrown into this whirlwind of uh, crazy spirits attacking him and going after his friends. Um, and yeah, that, I mean, I really like this story a lot. Uh, the stuff with the carnivorous plants as a fan of carnivorous plants, I thought was really cool, especially the, the way it builds up to a big reveal at the end, the entity that's going around killing people all practical, mainly uh, practical suit and thought it looked really cool. Uh, there is a lot of CGI in this movie though. And that's like probably my biggest complaint about it. Um, it just, it's a little jarring at times. It's not terrible, but I, I wish they would have been able to go full practical throughout the movie. Uh, but there is some practical effects there for fans of that, like I am. Um, and overall, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's just, uh, it's not like top tier foreign horror for me. But uh, I'd say if you like some of the stuff that's come on Shudder, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, uh, but I think that Queen of Black Magic uh, remake kind of had a similar vibe to this movie. And I, I, I would say if you saw that and you liked it, check this one out too. And uh, yeah, one of the better things I've seen on Shudder in a while. So uh, I'm glad that we're still getting some, some good stuff because there's been uh, quite a few duds on there lately. Yeah. This one was fucking rad. I loved it. I was dr they sucked me in right away being a fucking mama's boy, like trying to have my mom's back and shit. Like all that that went down. Devastating. Great shit. The father rocked. He did his best. Uh this movie gave me one of my favorite scenes of the year. I don't want to give it away, but if you know me, you know it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's chow time and it's fucking rad. And like after that, it was also just playing with house money. So Either way, I would have been in. Mother of fuck. Anyway, this movie rocks. I loved it. It's on Shutter, Press Play. It has my uh, utmost recommendation. Excuse Dario, me, I Arge cameras. Dario Argento's Mother of Fuck coming soon. Ted, <laughs> uh, you are muted, Dad. Oh, I'll take it then. That works. All right. So, um, Bloodflower. First off, I want to just say uh, if you recognized the dad in this actor, Bront Palleray, uh, he was also in Satan's Slaves 1 and 2, the Indonesian films, which, of course, I'm a huge fan of Indonesian yeah, I love, horror. I, I love both of those movies. Yeah. It took me a minute and I'm like, what do I know? And then, oh, God, Satan's Slaves. Uh, Big fan of Indonesian horror. Certainly one of the countries right now that's just slaying it. Um, so, uh, Bloodflower. It's I kind of like another uh, Islamic take on possession, where it doesn't quite feel has been there, done that. Talked mm -hmm. about that a lot recently. It's it's you know when it's coming from you know Catholic myth, it, it it's just so played out. So there's something a little more fresh about it in this film and of course this isn't standard anyways we've got this flower thing in the film that's uh you know uh i won't reveal too much about that put over yeah. the kids i didn't do that all the actors were great i will say there's a there's a the fat few, one <laughs> few too many characters in the movie 
Um, and also now, again, this is a Malaysian film. Some stuff I think might get lost in translation for a lot of people. Um, I won't reveal it as a spoiler, but there's one thing that they're keeping secret in the film about one character that doesn't totally make sense. Um, it, so, yeah, you got to pay close attention. It all comes together at the ending, I think, uh, which Pugs kind of had mentioned. This, this is... While not extreme horror per se, it does get pretty twisted. Yeah, There's it's few, fucked up for sure. Few moments that they get really fucking nasty, especially as we get towards the finale. Um, it's a mix. Glorious. Of, it, it's a mix of practical and CG. There's a few CG moments that aren't great, but I still think head and shoulders above most American indies. Uh, for me, I thought the atmosphere was there. Uh, the, the sets are really nice. It's not a great horror film, though. I mentioned Satan Slaves, uh, I think, you know, and Pedagore. You know, that mm. to, to me is definitely a cut above this. But I did enjoy it a lot. It's an insane story. Um, there might be a few things that don't fully make sense. But at the same time, you know, look back at some of the great Italian horror. Sometimes you did have to just kind of go with it. The atmosphere is there. That's what's important. Yeah. could have been a little more scary, though, for me. Uh, and again, maybe seeing that actor and being reminded of Satan's slaves. Uh, I also also the Sitchin series, uh, some Turkish horror. Uh, I also highly recommend those. This is a a really good movie, but it doesn't quite rise to the level of being great. Uh, but I loved it nonetheless. Chad. Agree to disagree. I did not like it. It was religious propaganda to me. Okay. I think so, yeah, I yeah, I was uh not what about time. the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, Donnie there was cool scenes. Yeah. Don't okay. get me wrong, I like parts, but overall I was just like, uh, is this done? Yeah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so <laughs> it wasn't enough to make me ever watch it again. Like I did think those parts were cool, but yeah, it it's not your cup of uh, Malaysian tea. Correct. There Thanks. you go. And Dan's an asshole for like sending it to me. Like Pugs is having problems. You you have to leave. So I I gotta come in and his know, brain don't work like in. that, dude. I know. I'm like you motherfucker. <laughs> you trying to it. make me work when I gotta produce right now? My bad. Asshole. Hey asshole. What do you give it? Jesus Christ. Todd hates God. Shirts coming soon. I can't yeah. hate what does not exist. Actually, you can because <laughs> uh, the believers are there, and I hate them. <laughs> okay, well, I can hate them though. <laughs> All right, for me, but I, I don't hate anything. I'm an I'm an enthusiastic three and a half. I really I had a good okay. time overall. Just has a few issues. Pugs? Uh, no, no. Uh, sorry, Kruger. <laughs> three stars for me. Uh, with room to grow, I will watch it again. Okay. Pugs. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, it drew me right in, and then it had a cherry on top. Five stars from me. This is wow. awesome. I loved it. I'll watch it again. All right. I'm a two. So This is all over the board. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I expected those two to be higher with the way they were talking. Yes. Yes. How come, Kruger, how come you never threaten Todd? I mean, come on. Yeah. I have. Yeah. We've because all been threatening to point, push him hard to get to the yeah. Point. <laughs> You're always Pugs, on fucking thin ice, dude. P P P Pugs <laughs> has probably been threatened the least. Yeah. 
<laughs> suplex pugs needs to happen. Well, he can't threaten to suplex me. I mean, <laughs> I could try, motherfucker. <laughs> Challenge. You, 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 you underestimate my back strength, sir. <laughs> He's looking out for you, Kruger. That's a- <laughs> just see me fight. That's how I die. I just fucking like, falls right on my head. <laughs> Like box? Oh wait! Masada would pop for that one. Yeah, shout out, Masada. <laughs> Go finish the job. Fuck. <laughs> this episode should be happier because, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I go make it weird. <laughs> Anyways, on to our next film, Haunting. <laughs> Haunting in Venice from director Kenneth Branagh. And in this film, in post-World War II Venice, uh, Poirot, now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly attends a seance. But when one of the guests is murdered, it's up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. So, of course, this is um, this is in uh, his... Uh, Agatha Christie trilogy, which I, I know he's had some interviews talking about maybe getting together a, a Christie verse <laughs> of having like all these different characters from Agatha Christie uh, literature together. But uh, this began with a murder on the Orient Express and then uh, death on the death on the Nile a couple of years ago. And with this cannibal. Yeah, and this is actually based on the 1969 Agatha Christie book, Halloween Party, uh, which is probably the least adapted. I think it might have been adapted one other time. I was going to say, uh, has it ever been adapted? That a- one other time, and I can't remember where, but um, yeah, one other one other adaptation. It's not her most well-regarded uh, story. It's one of her last books. It came out in 1969, so... Um, so, all right, so this is 10 years after Death on the Nile. Uh, as always, you don't you can jump into any of these movies. You don't need to see the previous film. They're all, you know, this just Kenneth Branagh is the only and, thing. And this kinda... one and is, is, is even least because they really haven't pushed that angle of it. It It is, yeah, I mean, because it, it's really being advertised as a, horror film uh which you know we can kind of get into that whether you kind of consider it that or not i i would say it's a good halloween watch with with your mom <laughs> this is yeah that's but what dan means by that is it's definitely not a young person's horror film it is murder not. mystery is of a generation beforehand like your mother or yeah. it, it's not a young person's genre <laughs> we'll just say that. yeah 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 Kruger, you, you give a shit about a murder mystery um if there's blood and violence hell yeah yeah, <laughs> <it's Jello>. yeah <laughs> exactly i mean dude i love jallows and i love well, i, I get know, it like but... whodunit slashers so so <laughs> i just want to do like a comedy segment where like kruger goes to the movies and just it'll be like some like pretty woman and he's like when is when is joe spinell gonna show up yeah right (laughs) yelling out shit in the middle of the film and pissing off all of the teen girls Uh, (laughs) i did that during cruel intentions sisterhood of the traveling how dare you todd (laughs) i I, I, love cruel intentions right when the car hit him i started bawling 
Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> I thought you were like booing and shit. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I'm with right. you there. <laughs> Sisterhood of the traveling pants. When are these pants going to get possessed and start killing these bitches? <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to this movie. Um, I thought Tina Fey didn't really fit here for me. She it, she sticks out. She's always Tina Fey. She has that. Yeah, it was kind of like stunt casting. And I like Tina Fey. I think she's funny. But I it didn't quite work for me. Uh, Michelle Yeoh's part is very well limited. Don't. Um, it's not a lot of screen time. And there's a lot going on here, obviously. You know, there's a lot of twists and turns. It's not a movie that you're ne- necessarily going to predict. I will say... I read the book forever ago. I mean, I was a kid. The book does not take place in Venice, so that's one thing that they changed. Um, Beyond that, I can't really remember if I'm being perfectly honest. But uh, it's a great-looking film. There is atmosphere. And... (sighs) If this would have came out of 1960, Dan, you would have loved this. Sounds like... Mm, not necessarily. If it was in that period, I, I liked it. I just don't if it was it. at that period with the cast of the time, you would love this movie. Well, I would say go check out the Sydney Lumet uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Good film, Peter. You I like that movie. Oh. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see. I didn't see the Nile one though. Nile, I watched. I think during lockdown and. It was okay. I, I like Murder on the Orient Express better. It's it's more it's more of a like a set piece movie um, than the first one because the first one you're on a train, so it's a different kind of movie. Even though you're on a boat, mm-hmm. um, I do like that one also. But I do on that one particularly, I prefer the original version. Barney likes beers. Asking if we've ever been to Venice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like an hour yeah, away. Barney. <laughs> only venice california um oh i got uh, the wrong barney i was thinking of the simpsons that's why i burped oh, yeah, well, I <laughs> i'm not really a pig i'm sorry guys <laughs> it's okay dude i burp all the time when i'm fucking live I was, video games i was a very young kid so uh i like only vaguely recall but yes uh, uh yeah but um media oh, back though I was going to say one thing I did notice I did I have seen this twice now. Mm-hmm. Um on second viewing there's a key plot point that like it's really obvious on the second viewing. And and but in a good way like cuz you're kind of like okay yeah. kind of it makes sense like you know sometimes you have that problem on second viewings. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so it works either way you want to. I'm trying not to give too much away. But yeah. it it, it yeah, upon second viewing, everything works. I think this one for me, it's it would have been probably a better one to stream. Me and the three they... people in the theater seem to really like it. I didn't say I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just say it opening day. Yeah, yeah, I was in the IMAX. I did look at the Dolby. That one was at least full, but I was like, "Fuck!" There's like three people on IMAX. <laughs> yeah, this is probably out of the. I would rank it. Out of the Branagh trilogy, Murder on the Orient Express, this Death on the Nile. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem. I, yeah, that's probably where I go. I did like the cast. Like my only, I agree, Tina Fey, and I think it's also because of her. She's doing like the yeah, see, you know, like that twenties accent that kind of like 
makes her a little more cartoonish than the rest. She felt like she was doing a dinner theater somewhere in right. like Billings, Montana. That's that's, that's kind of like her performance. It was just like it's a little less natural than a Kenneth Branagh or a Jamie Dorman. And, right. um, <laughs> I mean, fuck a, a Michelle Yeoh. Uh, she she's just in a different class of actor in this film, in my opinion. And she didn't fit. Uh, it doesn't ruin the movie. I don't want to like put that out there or anything. It's just, yeah, it's kind of like sticking like Pauly Shore in like a Shakespearean, you know, period piece. It's like, he might be able to pull it off okay, but it's just going to be a distraction. And, yeah. I, I, we just booked the, I just booked unintentionally the unmade Pauly Shore comedy. That no one wants or cares. We, weasel, <laughs> weasel in love. It's, yeah. Anyways, yeah, they already have that. It's called Son-in-Law. Let's move on, Dan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what do All you right. rate it? I rate this one uh, a two and a half. That might be harsh, but it's I'm at a two and a half. Yeah, I'm a sucker for murder mysteries. I did like this one. I liked it again on second viewing. I don't know how I'm gonna future viewings. Like I, my gut says four right now, but I don't think the longevity is gonna be there. So I'm gonna say it's a three and a half. Yeah, I might have gone to it. I couldn't even go higher because it's like it might be for watch. And it, I mean, part of that is like with the whole it's being marketed as the way it's being marketing is actually kind of because if it was the picture I saw and it was marketed the way it, it it's kind of one of those things. It's gonna the marketing's gonna fuck with people, so it's gonna change their expectations. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, all right. Before we go any further, Todd, can you pull up Cliff's, uh, Cliff Booth's comment from uh, oh, the, the the one before that? It's a little bit farther back. It's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> Pugs, you can do the honors. Okay. Oh, this this one. Uh, Fruza is Latin for sm- <laughs> smelly hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, thank you, thank you for the Latin lesson, Dan. Confirm candles, and I bet she smells wonderful. Smells. Wonderful. I bet you she makes those candles to hide the scent. She's of her burning stuff, death. but it's not candles. Oh, that spoons over the candle. Let them melt its spoons. It smells like pumpkin spice and sex. meth. <laughs> Damn. Oh. God. She's gonna watch. She's gonna stumble upon this on YouTube one day and just be like, "Those fucking fuck you, bitch." <laughs> Brian uh, likes beer. Only in murders in the building is pretty good. Tina Fey in it as well. Yeah. And she sticks out to me there too. I, there's just something about her. She's always Tina Fey. She has that problem. Yeah. She doesn't bother. I, like she didn't stick out like this, but even in that, it's like I always see Tina Fey. Yeah, I'll go see her in a comedy any day. I think she's very funny, but yeah. All right, so our next film, also a Shutter film, is uh, the Elevator Game. Pardon me while I grab my notes. I think she's director. a funny writer, but I don't think she's a funny actress. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, so Elevator Game from director Rebecca McKendry. Yeah. In yeah, uh, you know her, right? A familiar. familiar. We're not okay. like we're not like super buddies or anything, but yeah, we see hi when we see each other. 
We'll see if you're still buddies after the review. We don't know. Oh, I don't uh, give a shit. <laughs> Pugs is the kind of guy that will tell you your kid's ugly. He does not care. I actually no have fuck. done that. <laughs> <laughs> he gives no fucks. Uh, he's the MJF. My mood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the MJF of our uh, podcast. He just does not care. Yeah. Uh, you don't drop quarters in front of him? Is that what you're I telling won't, me? I won't pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You so, did that yourself, Dad. <laughs> moving on to the film tonight from director Rebecca McKendry, Pugs BFF. Based on the online phenomenon of the same name, Elevator Game follows socially awkward teenager Ryan, uh, who who integrates himself into a group of recent high school graduates that run an online web series debunking urban legends. But Ryan has a secret. His sister disappeared months earlier and he believes they and a dangerous online challenge called the elevator game was responsible. To play the game, you must ride the elevator in a specific sequence invoking a supernatural creature called the fifth floor woman. In an attempt to gain more information about the whereabouts of his sister, Ryan convinces the group to play a deadly game. Okay, so Rebecca McKendry directed a great film called Glorious. I know we yep. were all fans of that one. Absolutely. And if nothing else, she at least made Glorious because I did not like this movie at Shocker. All. I knew that was coming. <laughs> so this is... Uh, there is uh it's based on a true crime story and there's a netflix doc called uh i believe it was uh crime scene vanishing at the uh yep. cecil hotel yeah it's not based it. off it's not based off yeah they've uh, the people suspect in that case that she was playing the elevator game they're mm -hmm. they're just it, it's that's the only connection not confirmed it's it's not based off the case okay you can say inspired by, yeah. It, it, but it inspired was also inspired by, yeah, yeah, because the oh. game is already a thing. I didn't even hear about the uh, Eliza Lamb thing, like the the game, until this movie. But that's like apparently was a thing that she yeah, was playing the game. And the game, I believe, originated in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and of course, caught on through YouTube. Um, so this movie, number one feels like it's being stretched out like it felt like a short film it might have maybe it might have worked a little bit better as a short the characters are awful uh there's no not a single person that i give a single fuck about in this movie that's really uh, a shame uh the acting i thought was not good either um just from beginning to end i just did not care um it never manages any real tension because you don't care about the characters. Uh, the premise, the whole idea of this game just doesn't really equal a movie for me. I was I was shocked at how bad. This was a huge step back from Glorious because I really thought Glorious was a lot of fun. Me too. Um, that, was, that was in my top 10 last year. This might be something that I <laughs> feel like you know what? I'm not even. I don't even think this will catch on with uh, younger people that are just into I this do. game. I do too. We'll see. You might be right. I just. I think this has like goosebumps and like YA yeah. uh, vibe all over it. This feels right ass colors for Todd. 
Yeah, and this feels like earlier Shutter than modern Shutter before it got all emo. And I think that's the biggest difference for me. <laughs> well, Shutter has never been a, a turd, and I consider this movie a turd. I really didn't like it. But Hot Tag, I mean, I, I hated everything about this, and I don't want to shit on it too hard because she I she's I think she's a good director, but this one just did not work for me. Um, I'm in your uh, boat, Dan. Like, I really did not like You don't want to say camp, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't want to be in that camp, dude. Yeah. Um, they didn't yeah. either. Yeah. Um, You're taking the next elevator. <laughs> uh, you know, and they say inclusion helps, but I mean, Brian, I mean, what happened, Dan? <laughs> Anyways, I, I found all the characters just to be bland and annoying as fuck. Yeah. Um, and their personalities, they, they seemed like something out of like a Disney Channel movie. It was really weird. Um, and I just, I, I was not, I, I was intentional, not, man. Yeah, I know. I was just, I was not vibing with it. Um, I thought like the first 40 minutes were just boring as fuck. And then, you know, the horror elements start coming and you get your basic haunting movie, like haunting movie scares and, the kills I thought were mediocre. Scares are everything that I, you've seen done before. Um, and I also hated the way the entity looked. I, I thought it wasn't intimidating looking at all. Uh, the only thing I really liked about the movie is the backstory to the ghost that's haunting the elevator. That was, wasn't bad. And that, you know, scene where you see the backstory, that was probably the best part of the whole movie for me. But Everything else, I thought I just I disliked strongly. It's definitely uh, one of the worst movies I think I've seen this year, and I'm shocked because I did love Glorious like Dan did. I think it was like number seven in it's my top probably, ten of last year. It's probably good going in. I didn't know it was from the director of Glorious. Yeah, mm -hmm. that might have changed my opinion. Well, when I saw her name, I was like, "Oh, cool!" But like, I I understand completely where you guys are coming from because it is not what I wanted or expected. However, I do see it is a successful like Disney Channel film. I, introduction horror for a f very light person who has no clue. Dip your toes. That's cool. For veterans like us or like you know initiated people, yeah, this is this is not. I would not watch this one again. But I'll, it's well it made. It is an R-rated film, though. Todd that's would yell insane. at me if I said that. What is, what, what is, it's R-rated. That's unnecessary. They can cut it. And, is and, it even R-rated? I mean, it just might said. be not rated, but it's definitely. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's not rated, Dan. So <laughs> it's not an R-rating. A fucking not rated is nowhere near R-rated. <laughs> you, you get mangled in an elevator. Oh my God, you're fucking. I think they even mentioned a blowjob at one point or something. And you get mangled in an elevator. You don't see that on the Disney Channel. <laughs> it's not fucking rated. It's, it's the vibe because they got bright color. It just, it just, it looks for like a younger audience, YA people. So for me, like, I just think it's fine. I was not impressed with it. I know she has better in her, but I do think it's all right. Todd. Dan complained about not getting you not getting yelled at, and then he got himself yelled. <laughs> I know. Maybe I don't deserve to be yelled at, fuckhead. <laughs> I'm with pugs on this one. Like, I didn't have any complaints. I mean, it, it, it's a bunch of annoying. Definitely kids. a step down. Yeah, it, it is. But it, it's not one I'll ever watch again. I didn't. I wasn't really clock watching. I was paying attention the whole time. It, it just. I don't know. I like this small concept, but I do think it, it's kind of drawn out. 
and knowing th- the other case, the actual case, that would make a much better movie. Also, if, if you listen to Rebecca on her podcast and stuff, like you can totally tell this is her vibe. Like it makes total sense if you follow her on like uh, all the colors of the dark and her professor one. I forgot what that one's called. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I don't mind. I like lighter content sometimes. That doesn't bother me. I mean, did you care about any of the characters? I don't care about characters when I ninety percent of the time when I watch stuff, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I want them to die. I want them to die. I mean, I like the blonde. Yeah. So maybe if they just went more supernatural slasher and they just got. So you wanted a different movie, so that's I definitely want Elevator Eater. (laughs) It's it's probably Uh, good I didn't watch the trailer because I don't know how it was promoted either. I didn't see any trailer. I didn't see a trailer, but um, I will. We all were kind of the same boat there. I will say there is other elevator horror though. Devil, which is that movie. I like that. I'm not a fan either. Slash home video. The ghost was kind of cool until they did the one dumb thing in the street. Agreed, Dan. If you're gonna put over elevator horror. I'm getting I demand there. you put over Blumhouse right now. Put over Master I Blum. Put I, over. Believe, I believe the episode was called Down, Down. of Into the Dark. Mm-hmm. You know. Dan, was, putting over yeah. some. Jason Blum some might be like. P2 too. <laughs> but Dan, remember, this is before he said that comment. He might be a cancerous tumor to horror, but he did occasionally do something good back and then pat on the head to Jason Blum. Uh, down into the dark. That is a good episode. And there's a another uh, one called uh, Elevator. There's Free Fall, and also the lift. the lift and its remake, The Shaft. So there, there's a lot of elevators. <laughs> they wants the prequel, The Balls. The Shaft. <laughs> no, the Taint. The Balls. The Taint. You gotta. Yeah, go in order, time. Come on, <laughs> Star Wars. Make it a fucking trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Then we the get the balls the taint. Then the we get takes place at Chuck E. Cheese, though. In the then we plate. then we get the asshole endgame as the finale. There okay. you go. Okay, so what do you want to rate this one? <laughs> Says Pugs no longer is friendly with this person. <laughs> uh, I I'll go first. I give it a two. Right. Out of five. I. I respect Rebecca McKendry. She did a great film with Glorious, but this is a zero for me. I can't think of any reason you should watch this, but watch the Netflix doc. It's more interesting. I, yeah. Um, I'm a one. Generous one. I'm in the middle. I know it wasn't really for me. I'm a two and a half. I didn't hate it. I I try one I won't ever watch again unless someone really wants to watch it. But yeah, I, I, I think it'll find an audience. I think the young people who are the majority of Shudder fans will have it or have some enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So up next, we actually have a short film uh, called Gale, Stay Away from Oz from director and co-writer Daniel Alexander. And in this film, long gone are the days of emerald cities and yellow brick roads. In this dark reimagining of The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy Gale is now an elderly woman broken by years of paranormal entanglement with a mystical realm. Um, And just to uh, expand on that, this is not, she's not the focal point of this story. It's actually uh, this character, Emily, uh, who is 
having uh, night terrors and that kind of ties into uh, Dorothy. Uh, so the movie is just under 28 minutes. So again, it is a short. Um, I will I will say this. It felt like the start of something that might be pretty cool. It's very well put together. Uh, in fact, I don't know what the budget was on this, but it, it, it feels a lot bigger than you would expect. Because, you know, you hear Wizard of Oz, it's like, oh, that's a lot of special effects. And uh, it's not the first time, actually, that somebody's taken a different take on the Wizard of Oz story. There was a sci-fi channel miniseries called Tin Man with uh, Zoe Deschanel years ago that was uh, actually pretty good. That's more of a fa- sci-fi take on Wizard of Oz. Uh, what else but was I, there, Dan? Tin Man. Um, there's a few. Cliff, do not disappoint me. There's also the great Feruza Balk, of course. And Return to Oz, yes. the greatest Oz I didn't want to there is. I'm, there I'm putting her over, but then, that was... Invite the, more comments about... That was a year before she hit the pipe, so... She- <laughs> but anyways, getting a yellow brick road let her down a bad path. <laughs> you know what? It, it wouldn't be the first time to this film once again. Uh, I thought the acting was fantastic. Chloe Crump, who plays Emily Gale, uh, I thought she was uh, really good. Honestly, like in terms of the acting, like I would follow her in a big budget, you know, feature length film. I thought she was. Uh, excellent hit all the right emotional notes it is 28 minutes so obviously it's setting you up for more and you know we we had this kind of issue with uh dylan's new nightmare where it's like you know i liked some of the stuff i saw but i want more this is actually a lot better than it's new nightmare i disagree completely it's funny you bring up dylan's new nightmare because Mm. this is okay you complained on that show about the people making well, no, no, no. Just in the just the idea of fan films. Why are you yeah. wasting this money on this? This is like if if Womp <laughs> Stomp used their resources and put it into a new project instead of just making another, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, you know, fan film. It, it kind of feels like that, but with that level of production, really nice production. But it feels like someone who took a chance instead of doing another fan film, which is kind of building off another property, but a property they can actually monetize. And I, I, I think it's a great idea the way to do it because it's still following that format where we get that 30 minutes and I feel like we're going to get more. Well, yeah, I certainly hope so because it's, it's just a part of a story. But It's set up to like kickstart like parts like they did with Never Hike Alone. No way yeah. associated with Womp Stomp. I was just using them as and, an example. I mean, we're reviewing it. Obviously, you know, it's just a viewer I kind of would like to almost just watch it all at once, but uh, Dan's complaint with the fan films too. When they but this could out. also not necessarily be like one movie. I mean, it's Oz. You could tell a whole bunch of stories. Um, do you guys, did any of you ever collect some of those McFarlane toys where it was like horror versions of, uh, I didn't, but it, my evil Ed did. And I've, yeah, yeah I remember cool. them, but I didn't collect them. Either. I didn't have those. I had some of his other stuff, but, those yeah yeah um and uh cliff Puth Puth says veruza was in a wizard of oz spinoff was spun out (laughs) (laughs) you only get one a show cliff pugs we're literally talking about oz he has free for all (laughs) 
Pugs, what did you think of Gale? Well, I do think it's well put together, and I do think the actors did a fine job. However, I was uninterested. I, I, it did not pull me in. But like the, the filmmaker I am me is like, this is pretty. I should like this more than I do. But yeah, I was unimpressed and uninterested. I don't care if we get another one. If we finish the story or not, I don't care. It was whatever. So like Dan watching a fan film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and like, I'm cool with judging it just with what we got. Because I right. fucking loved uh, Dylan's New Nightmare. I thought that was cool. And I'm ready for more. On this one, whether if we get more, cool. If we don't, cool too. It's, it, this one was a non-factor for me. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Well, so I guess on that note, Pugs, what would you rate it? Uh, fuck. I'm not going to give it a zero. I'll give it a one out of five. All right. Dan? Always hard to rate a, no, it's a piece of a puzzle, but what I saw so far well, is a three and a half. Mean. Three and a half. I really like what I saw thus far, and I. So, I uh, in other it. occasions, Dan, do you rate what you didn't see? Is, is that? <laughs> I'm saying it. it's not a complete story. It could all go to shit. But what I saw was. We're just really rating good. on what we saw, so there's but no need to caveat that. Yeah, I did. You, you know, you didn't say that when you watched 2018 Halloween. You know, it's only the first when part. They, well, he hated that to begin with, so didn't. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I did not. The first I did not hate yeah. 2018 to the. That was before he got. You could have you could have uh, salvaged that, but I'm not going to get into it. Did you know there was a okay? Speaking of fan films, I just found out about this yesterday. Kruger, did you know there is a fan film? I think it's called Happy Halloween, and it's a, it's like a a lost scene from Halloween 2018. I've like like something that happened off screen. They like filmed, I guess. There, there's a couple of wait. So it's a fan film, but it's it takes place as like a during. 2018 yeah there's a couple of those there's okay. another there's there's one like called halloween inferno i believe too that right. like it takes place him out coming out of the burning building oh, okay yeah i know this one's just I, I guess it acts as a deleted scene i guess almost i, I don't know oh. i haven't watched it yet i don't know send that shit to me though i will look it up i i know i saved <laughs> it somewhere all right all right fucking american horror story time yeah, American. Yeah, what's horror... it called again? Delicacy, delicate, delicate. delicate. American horror story, delicate. Which uh, you know, just... I, I've had a lot of people saying, uh, calling it Rosemary's Baby, American Horror Story, Rosemary's Baby. Like, they like should... it's a, like it's an insult. They should be I... calling it fucking American Horror Story Dead Ringers. Right, this fucking all Thank this fucking you. episode was. <laughs> uh, but that made I, pop though. <laughs> which oh, I I'm not saying I it's love... a bad thing. I love, I love dead ringers. I love. I gotta the, watch this fucking Amazon show. Damn it! Did you watch that? You have that well, no, Go ahead, Dan. Give us. A I'll give you guys the base. No, you're going in and out. I'll give you guys the synopsis. The first episode, which is all we're reviewing right now. Sorry, uh, I should be back. Uh, so the first episode, multiply thy pain, and this is. Uh, after multiple failed attempts of IVF, actress Anna Victoria Alcott wants nothing more than to start a family. As the buzz around a recent film grows, she fears that something may be targeting her and, pers- in, and the pursuit of motherhood. Uh, so this was kind of hyped up quite a bit because Kim Kardashian's in it. 
Uh, that was kind of like the big hook, I guess, this season. Yeah. And we're one episode in, so obviously nothing's really been revealed. But as, as Kruger and you guys were sorry, I broke up there a little bit, but you were saying Rosemary's Baby and Dead Ringers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of the gist of it. I, I'm not going to lie. This did not grab me at all as far as a pilot episode because American horror story usually always starts off really well. And then sometimes they just fail to stick the landing. I had a few, one issue I had Emma Roberts. I like her, but I think she's better playing bitchy characters. Um, this is a very standard, like you said, uh, I'm waiting for the bitch to come out. I think it's coming. It, it may, it may. I just thought this was just a, so far, a nothing burger roll, just nothing really compelling. Obviously, something uh, supernatural is going on with the baby and everything. Uh, there's nothing to really spoil, really, in the first episode, to be quite honest. Uh, Dennis O'Hare is back. That's awesome. Dennis O'Hare is back. That's probably the best thing I can say about it. Um, this didn't grab me at all, and it's rare because, like I said, American Horror Story usually always starts off well. Sometimes. I will I will concede like this one may have wanted to do the drop the first two episodes because I'm yeah. I'm with you a little bit. This is the first yeah. one they haven't too. Is it? Yeah, they always do two. Well, at least on Hulu, since they've been, been on Hulu, they drop yeah. two. Even on the fucking other one, American Horror Stories, they drop two. There's I remember, I remember that because that pissed me off. Like <laughs> like why is there a two parter when they're supposed to be single stories? But they're they're spacing, but goddamn, this was very this is way too conventional for American art. And that's why I think there's more to come. I I think could be. And and like I know people have complained about the last including this one, the last three seasons haven't been good. I disagree because cruising last year was the shit. I may not have been like the two the double feature one, but it wasn't horrible. But I'm still in a wait and see. They they've done enough goodwill that I got to give it at least another episode. I mean, I'm going to watch I, the whole thing, obviously, but before I, I really... I feel the fucking same way, dude. Like, I think it's uh, it's cool. It's just nothing but setup. I wish yeah. we had a little more of a payoff at by the end of it, but I'm here for the whole journey. And uh, I think Kim Kardashian did a fucking great job with what she had. Uh, she was like a light heart, light Ari Gold, if you guys watch Entourage. Very yeah. vulgar, which was shocking. And She's I expect so her to do old. well. I that's why I said light. Pay the fuck attention. You just like <laughs> through toxic masculinity and dance face and expect him to put over Kim Kardashian. My fucking bad. Anyway, she did us. way better than I thought she would. And Emma Roberts is great. I do not like the husband. I he's I, I don't like him. I don't know what it's about him. I just he kind of sucks. Uh, what about you, Kruger? What would you think? Um, I like the the like beginning, but I was expecting you know more by the end of the episode and then like we're kind of left with that open-endedness so uh i am interested to see more just pregnancy horror always gets me I, i'm always <laughs> exactly um and I, I i don't know i'm curious uh to see where the story is gonna go i hope it gets nice and fucked up uh but right now it seems a little tame and uh but man i gotta put over the uh opening credits for the season pretty fucking hard <laughs> like that has to be one of my favorite opening credits i've seen i'm also one of the guys that i haven't uh seen every season of american horror story i've only like actually completed a couple uh, 
84 so, was that one of them no i still haven't watched 84 um i've I, I watched Murder House, I watched Freak Show, I watched Asylum, and I think I watched all but maybe one of the American Horror Stories. Um, right. But, yeah, just, uh, I'll watch another episode, see how it goes. Hopefully I don't get bored with it and don't end up finishing it, but, uh, you know, it involves babies and pregnancy, which sometimes can be really fucked up, so... Let's hope it goes there. Let's get Dead a blender Rick, up in there. It has a big, uh, it has a big, um, like thing to live up to with oh, Dead India's, coming out uh, too. So. India has yeah. a question. Indy Phantom, how do these credits compare to Fear itself? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do, Andy. You're diehard. <laughs> I love that intro. Of course you do. I think you love it more because in, in general, <laughs> like the height of Amer- American Horror Story is one of those shows when it when it was at its peak, it was fantastic. I'm a big Asylum guy. That might be the best, the best season, one, dude. But I also love Freak Show, and I love I fucking Hotel. hate that one. I I'm fucking surprised. hate Freak Show. Hotel it's such a letdown. And- Hotel's awesome. Hotel is awesome. I mean, uh, Twisty's those, cool, and the first season's good. But those three, like, I, think I never liked the first season. That was my issue. Yeah, I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like um, Murder House. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it ever again until 1984, and my OCD kicked in that I had to watch them all, even though they were unrelated. I, I had before a lot it of, started. I had a lot of fun it. with 1984. It's not on par with with Asylum, Hotel, or Freak Show. I think me, it's but... like the first one that's different, like really different than the other ones. It's yeah. like that's like kind of like the change in tone for the show. Like it's like yeah. it's kind of you know what it. God, I, I hate to do it. It's kind of like post Endgame Marvel. It's all kind of like don't like that really, either. I, what that's you? what I'm saying. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I don't like the movie. Everything after it's but, all right. But, but you know you. The, the the general consensus is yeah, they're wrong. Todd, are you, <laughs> just you, God, is it, don't dan me. God, <laughs> is it you or pugs who are one of you likes Cubin the best, right? None, none of us like it the best. I think it's okay. great. I, yeah, I see, enjoy it. I like moments of Cubin, but I thought they started slipping. I didn't care for Roanoke. Cold. I loved Roanoke. That's like behind baseball shit. Like that was cool. Yeah. Colt was good. Colt started good and then it kind of fell apart. Slash home video. 84 was good until the last few eps. Uh, that happens a lot with the show. They don't know when to end it. I, I agree with the uh, the double feature one. Both of those main stories were fucking awesome. The last episode sucked. <laughs> I'm both terrible. I didn't really like either uh, of them. I, I, dude, I was all in that, that conspiracy shit. and Yeah, it was... I would love to see Naomi Grossman, who plays Pepper, get like the lead <laughs> in something. She would be great in the in the Emma Roberts role in this. I season. wonder if Crispin Glover's casting anything. <laughs> Can I play a snail? Did, did you guys hear that thing about Eric Rowan wanting a La Petite from fucking Freak Show to be in this? Uh, yes. Dude, that would have been so awesome. That would have been better than what we got. Yeah. 
<laughs> it would be awesome for us. There'd be a lot of people that would be scratching their heads and thinking it's stupid. But oh my Can you god! Imagine she goes off like a crazed Paul Heyman or something. <laughs> like, no, that, really yeah, that has to be the thing. Like she's mean to him. She's like fucking. All right. Him and shit. Just to explain to the non-wrestling fans, Eric Rowan did a gimmick where he carried around this basket. What's and, a gimmick? And uh, well, he did we this that character. Was, character. And he was carrying around this bag with some mystery item in it. And yes, if La, Pe- I would have had La Petite chainsaw her way through with a mini chainsaw and yes. gone full chainsaw, Charlie. It's a turkey carver. <laughs> I, I just want to belial, but <laughs> I, I don't think they could probably. She's so small that I don't think they could get her cleared to actually be anywhere near a ring, but. Do you imagine I, her taking a she just, No, she just comes out with an urn. <laughs> Snitsky? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> my fault. My, now my joke's definitely not funny. Sorry. That's okay. I was gonna say she comes out with an urn and dumps it out, and it's Bundy's urn. You have <laughs> you have the earthquake moment where it just comes out and just splashes the splash. My God, dude! <laughs> like, dude All right, Dan, enough is enough. It's time for a change of topic. <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about splats, I was just going with. You. I got you. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Fuck! I feel like I gotta edit that, or I'm gonna get attacked. Nah, I don't think so. Ah, <laughs> uh, a rusty know. knife. This is a show, but <laughs> books, man. But <laughs> I will say, I did not like the first episode. I will give it at least two more. If I'm where I'm at now, after a couple more, I'm probably not gonna finish it. But I'm gonna Dan, give it a couple more. Are you excited? You have exactly two weeks to catch up on Chucky if you want to join in on the season three conversation. I will catch up on Chucky. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you, it's it's on Peacock. It's on the cock if you want. It's it's on October 3rd. Season three's make or break. They got to get it back. Daddy's going to catch up so he can bitch the whole time. (laughs) I can just shit on it. Yeah, see, remember, you know what? He's going to do the same thing. As he's going to hate season two. Like, you know, like, <laughs> no, I, I've watched most of season two, and yeah, yeah you're going you're not going to be happy. You see, I do hate it. Why are you working with me then, fuckhead? I saw, but yet he doesn't bitch during American Horror Story. I don't get it. He was. I have. Well, in general, I, at like, this oh, point, I I dislike about the content half no. of it, but I like what I like. So I don't know. Maybe we just Thanks, need Dan. a breaking maybe, news. He likes what he likes. Maybe what we need with Thanks, Chucky Popeye. is a reset every season. Just throw Chucky into a new storyline every season. It's just Did, gone too seed for me. Okay, I, I got a sense. You brought up this. I whatever. Fiona Dorf. Did you see her new fucking movie in theaters next week on fire? It is the most direct to video movie I've seen of the bunch. It's got Fiona Dorf. Oh, you already saw it. Hold on, no, 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 no. I just the trailer. I was like, "Oh, okay." We're literally getting this is in theaters next week. I is it horror? Wait. Is it action? What like? It's about a fucking forest fire. What? <laughs> in the middle of fucking California somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's in a house with fucking some dude. And yeah, it's a disaster <laughs> movie, but it's like, ugh. You just sold it. Oh, it looks horrible. I can't wait to see it. It's in a house. 
She's in a house with some dude, and there's a fire. I'm gonna tell you the dude is now. You need to do the trailer voice now. It's the story. <laughs> They're in a house. Fiona Dorif and some dude. And I all right. It's got uh, Peter Fancelli. So you don't even know who that is. Yes. Okay. Of course. Oh, Dan, oh, and it, uh, yeah, I forgot. It's got Lance Hendrickson. So you already. Ooh. Does it not sound straight to video? <laughs> it does, but that means confident. All right, I'll, here, here you go. It follows a family who lives in a trailer home in the woods and are suddenly confronted by a wildfire. It's wildfire. Survival becomes their main objective. Well, it sounds like any disaster movie. That doesn't sound bad. I, I saw the trailer on a big screen. I'd say pull up the trailer, but there's probably some fucking music. In there's it. not going to be a music right on the. They could not afford to put any real music in their trailer. <laughs> I want to see how cheap right this right The roof, the roof, the roof is. And you know, again, if it goes to the screen, it's the last thing. Who, whatever. I'm pulling it up. So you got your ticket already, then, Todd? Right? It's booked. No, I, 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 I got to see Saw and. Uh, what else is that do? next uh, week already yeah saw and heck, there's I another one i already got him trying to get my ticket uh, todd i'm gonna say what you said makes no sense unless eric roberts or michael madsen is in the movie <laughs> oh and just in one room <laughs> they're the, the creator and uh yeah creator oh, looks yeah. good creator looks, looks fucking good. awesome yeah I'm, I'm doing a double they time out perfect okay let's pull this thing up Kruger. this piece of shit trailer let's go yep <laughs> There we go. On fire. Can you guys see it? Yeah. Oh, you can't can hear it? Yeah. Okay, here's the best thing about I can. It. All right. You may need to. Yeah. Now, the, the funny thing about this is this trailer is going to have this. I'll show you. I'm sure it's the same one. Okay. It literally played that in the movie theater. <laughs> like they just. Your son's got one hell of a pair of lungs on him. Oh. Got homework? How much? It's got a burger and fries. Come on. the Cinnabirds, of course. <laughs> and all the logos look like they're supposed to be something else. That look like the IFC logo. What are we going to do when the baby comes? How are we going to pay for it? We may do before or make do again. Give it a shot. Heavy ash raining down for miles. That's close. Should we be worried? Oh, no. The destruction is catastrophic. This is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys see why I'm excited, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it looks okay. Like it's I don't think one. it looks terrible, but it looks like, this. There's no way this would have been in the theater. Damn no. you! No. Know. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, could be practical fire. Oh, there's the CG part. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, it's. Oh, we're together. We're gonna be okay. Oh, the green screen. Your guys' fucking reality, dude. This should be scary. Not where I live. We got the concrete all around us. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of fucking forests around Tucson. We've had a couple of wildfires too. Nothing like fucking Cali though. 
bathroom. <laughs> oh my god, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> my mom was my inspired mom by it. true events. Cars. I do want to see this. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> oh yeah, the Exorcists. I want to see that too. Oh okay. I mean, it is, it is playing in theaters, uh, Chris. Yep, that is that's playing in theaters. Correct. <laughs> I, you know, I, I told. Fiona Dorif is borderline like I'll watch her in just about everything because anything because she's she's really good. She's yeah, always I, a highlight. I was like, oh, cool. She's in a movie. And then I was like, oh, wait, she's a lead. This is going to be low. <laughs> <laughs> I told Dan when I went to the movies last week, like it was like a straight to vi- every fucking movie I saw felt like a straight to video movie. The new Nick Cage movie. Retirement plan. How, how, how was that, by the way? It's a straight to video. <laughs> Two years ago, that thing would have been on fucking. Would VHS. I have? Would I have fun with it though? Because of Cage, he is kind of cagey in this one because you can tell it's not a big budget movie. Yeah. So if you want to see him a little weird and doing some cagey stuff, did you, you guys see watch us? Did, did we watch or well, we I didn't. But did you guys watch Sympathy of the Devil? I have not. Yes, I did. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. Nah, damn. Not did really you, a horror movie. I haven't right? watched it. Yet. Okay, yeah, I thought I told. Yeah, it, 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 did you watch it too, Dan? No, I talked to you about it. You said it wasn't okay. really a horror movie, and yeah, right, I yeah. wasn't in a rush. I might, I'll probably. Uh, watch it's just it like a thriller, point. but Nick Cage plays the devil, I guess. So yeah, yeah. but it's not like. Uh, see, the problem with that is you need Nick Cage playing the devil, not <laughs> like he's full on. <laughs> he's phoned home. <laughs> yeah. Only if it's like old school where you just you give see, him the tail and the I need him channeling that the dude, energy he used on Renfield in that stuff. Dude, did you see his uh A24 Oscar bait movie? No, which one? Uh he's gonna play like a character that keeps showing up in people's dreams. He's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> dude they're, they even have a bit where he has a freddy krueger glove in it is it is it the one where he's like balding yeah looking older okay mm-hmm. yeah well he is old I don't know. yeah it's a 24 movie it totally looks like oscar bait but i'm all for it let's I'm get in. our boy yeah. fucking get one. your second fucking gold statue nick yeah. let's go let's get our <laughs> oh, yeah, boy I, another I, one i think i do need to state this because i meant to say it before we reviewed it american horror story is a scab production we're reviewing it anyway so they can eat a dick for that or what's his name? Fucking Murphy. Ryan Who? Murphy. Yeah. I'm I think he enjoys that. There, so. There's, there's, there. They were currently filming. They were scabs. They were filming yeah. during the strike when they were not supposed to be, and they did not get it cleared. Oh, so they're. He's got a huge deal though with uh, Hulu, I believe. Right. So he, maybe he's just at that point where he doesn't care. I don't know. It was just with this. He could have got it clear. Well, they're not going to clear. Now, if they're consistent, they will punish him. Because there were a lot of threats, and just because he's big, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's all I know. I didn't even realize that until recently. I didn't. Re- yeah. I didn't know that at all. No, yeah. they never stopped filming. Like when they were actively shutting down productions in New York. Like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, interesting. Oh, okay. This is like a part one, right? Yeah, under the writing. It should I should say for the writing, I think it might have been done before the SAG strike. I don't remember where the timeline goes. So he was the problem. Okay, because he's also the okay. writer, and you know, he probably trying to get away with it because he's like the producer. Also, is like but then oh, he I... can't be on set. Yeah, you can. If you're the writer during the strike, they said, yeah, you can't be like there. Okay. Well, man, well, if you're the producer, you can. 
I see, but it, it's but you can't be there if you're the writer. That's where the problem lies. But the producer goes over the writer, Todd. If they're going in that order, like higher but higher order. If, but it, but if you're striking, there's no order. I mean, he's there's no arguing. He's not a writer. No, he's to, totally a writer. Nah, so I don't know. He 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 made. I get, I get what you're are. saying though, too, and I I get it. But I just want people to know. Mm. Ryan, yeah. you're a dick for that. Um, Bucky well, Ryan Murphy, I guess, is the official uh, flesh wound opinion on Ryan Murphy. Fuck you, you whatever Todd called it. I'm more of a Brian Fuller guy anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Hannibal's fucking 10 years old. You guys know that? I need to finish that. 10 fucking years. That's insane. What a... I still am in awe what they got away with on NBC for Hannibal. On NBC, some of the shit that was in that show. A decade ago, it's kind of crazy the difference between now. Like, because yeah. I've been watching old, like, I, I even watched an old episode of The Office. It's like, damn, we couldn't do this now. Like, Andy was accidentally dating a high school student. Like, can't do that. <laughs> no. dude, Racial Tolerance Day is one of my favorite episodes of The Office. That's like the first episode or the signed Daffy Duck. It's it's for a season. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Brown. Yeah, I'm not falling for that one. <laughs> but, uh, uh, all right, guys, let's talk some vinegar syndrome because oh, right. oh, fuck, we still got more. They were, <laughs> that's enthusiastic. Real quick. Uh, so they did. I thought they delivered pretty hard for just about everybody. I thought on this, uh, these announcements, uh, I got the everything package. What? I'm shocked, Dan. I did. I did. Good I job. Mean, Eventually, I end up getting pretty much everything, anyways. So, I've been um, no, but I've been telling you every someone else must have told you, and you listened. I'm gonna yeah, get that's the, exactly what fucking happened, Todd. I know. I'm gonna get the yearly package. I'm 99% sure at the end of the year. Um, because I don't know at this point, it yeah, might as well, as long as it's not too much over a hundred a month. Because I'm gonna do the pay over a year gimmick, yeah. I mine's yeah. like 98 bucks. Yeah. Um, I do want to say with the with the new titles, I am really excited for two of them. Two of them, I well, one I'm indifferent. One I I don't think I've ever even watched, even though it'll be shocking which one that is. Oh, okay. So, well, me saying, me saying that right there should have gave it away. Which one have I not watched, Dan? Daryl, you've not correct. watched Daryl. Now I that know. surprises me. That was Anna? a big. <laughs> I'm sure he watched that splash scene many times. With Not the way. Disney version that blurred her button. <laughs> it's an ass Disney. It's it's on there, by the way. They accidentally upped the TV version, Dan, the first time. Uh, good. I get why the TV version of Adventures of Babysitting is still up, though. There's a hard <laughs> F in there, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Daily Ghost. Todd does not has not watched Daryl. That's well, you were a little bit well, no, that's your age. No, I, I should have. That's what I'm saying. It's like I didn't watch the, the last Starfighter till the Blu-ray came out. The the well, anchor or sorry, the arrow Blu-ray. Okay. So I haven't watched Daryl in many years, but I really loved it when I was a kid. Did you and like I, Explorers? Yeah, actually I think I was talking to Would you I think it was you ghost <laughs> on our uh Discord, I think, or or maybe it was Chris. Uh, yeah, it's a great double 
feature with explorers. Well, then I don't need to purchase it. Thank you, Dan, for saving me $35. Oh. I hated Explorers when I rewatched. I was like, this is fucking garbage. I'm surprised. Now, that's yeah. been a while for me again, but I, I did watched like that Scream Blu-ray. I was like, God, this is not... I saw. I, I have not seen that movie since it came out theatrically till I got that Scream Factory Blu-ray, what, two years ago at this point? And yeah, couldn't stand it. Prophecy is the one I'm indifferent <laughs> on. Um, I had like I finally watched them a few years ago, so they're they're all right. I think the first pro the first two prophecies I think are fantastic. Uh, I'm really curious to see them in 4K. They start slipping, but three at least still has Christopher Walken. It goes a very different direction. I'm excited for that uh, 4K set. Honestly, I. Well, I'm getting it, but <laughs> it's already one I'm, I am. So, the, and Fatal Frames, or not Fatal Frames, Fatal Games, uh, one of the most requested slashers to every boutique label for the past fucking twenty years. I, I was gonna say you go. I remember going back years ago when I was on all the Code Red forums. Fatal Games was like nonstop people asking for that. Rituals was another, and of course we got that, but. Fatal Games always came up. So I was like, this is the package for everyone. The big one, though, for me is the uh, the, the, Lost, the Lost Picture Show. Ten films, uh, all, you know, extremely rare. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure this is the one, and I've already heard some people bitching about it, but I'm like, at this point, I feel like people are going to shit on it. Anything that's not the Nightmare on Elm Street set that everyone wants and may not get it. People this are point. on the set that they said exactly what it was going to be. They expected Nightmare on Elm Street. There are a lot. Everybody was like expecting. I shouldn't say expecting, but. Oh, you're talking for the prophecy one, not then. Because the, the 10 film one's always been announced as what okay, it was. Yeah, well. The, the only me, box, the only box set, the only multiple film set promised was ended up being yeah. a prophecy. To me, this is what Vinegar Syndrome is all about. I mean, we've got uh, the rare I, uh, Blue Apes of Cannibal Isle, which uh, looks batshit. You're talking uh, specifically this box set, not the lineup, because the lineup it does not feel like that. The box set feels like. Vinegar Syndrome. You're talking about um, the lineup in the set, not the lineup of everything, right? Oh, no, no, no. There's something for everybody in this package, I think. Okay. Oh, um, in the pack. Okay, but that's not what Vinegar Syndrome was. They were not as something for everyone label. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm talking. Okay, yeah. there, there's Lost, something. Lost Picture Show is what Vinegar Syndrome is. Okay, well, that's what Should I was be. asking what you meant, because you said the whole package. I Sorry, think. you're throwing me off, but Lost Picture Show... To me, that's what Vinegar Syndrome started out as. We all remember that H.G. Lewis set that they put out, um, at which is, I still remember getting that in the mail in the mail and being so stoked. Uh, yeah, and I think for what you get, ten films, ten lost rare films for seventy five dollars, and then it's two books, I believe they said, and a bunch of features that haven't been announced yet. I, I want to see more of this from Vinegar Syndrome because, and, and I do want to say special mm. features. The actual features films have been announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more special features to be announced, and 
I actually wish the films wouldn't have been announced. I kind of would rather found you know they could have just announced the set and then announced the titles even on Black Friday. Oh. I think that would have been an extra thing, you know. Well, uh, you yeah, you mean you want people to just buy it blind <laughs> like they don't. That's kind of what Vinegar Syndrome yeah. does. Oh, but, I'd be fine with that if you tell me that they're lost. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Dan, I'm the good. average the average person who looks at those that list of titles, it could be gibberish to them basically. It, yeah. It's honestly no different than them not announcing it for most people. Yeah. So that that's all I meant. It would they would have been able to announce it and get sales and then, you know, announce cuz now we just have to look for two titles getting announced. Could have yeah. had two in that whole set. But yeah, yeah. And uh Ghost makes a good point. It's the every just the people that want Showgirls, TCM2, Roadhouse, that crew. Uh, they're going to be disappointed in any of that stuff, but no, the, they got Daryl. They got Daryl. Yeah. Although I don't know. Does Daryl, if you saw it when you were a kid like me, you're probably really excited for it, but it's not a household name, you know, like, no, I, I feel like you may have actually seen it and it may come back. No, I, I didn't. I, I, I've looked at the synopsis. No, I did not. It, it didn't enter inter- in it didn't interest me then, but I'm not complaining. I'm glad for people. Like I didn't buy fucking what's that stupid Chuck Norris kids movie. I didn't buy that one. Side but I mean, kids. yeah. But I'm glad for those who did. I'm glad for the Daryl ones. I mean, <laughs> I was the one excited for uh, Cloak and Dagger. I love Daily Ghost. Limited to eight eight thousand. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it may still it'll sell out eventually. Um, has, has sidekicks? I don't think that one has. I think I might sit with that one. Roadhouse. Uh, That's a big title, though. Yeah, there's a difference between yeah. Roadhouse and Sideways and fucking Daryl. Showgirls is about to right. I bought it when it dropped below a thousand. I think, um, but I don't know what the status is on it now. Well, I could tell you one second one. Yeah, I was going to say. I Yeah, I mean, I think they're still giving us a good variety of stuff. and yeah. But the Lost well, Film set is what I'm most excited for on that same. list. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, well, uh, what was the first one I said? Uh, yeah, there's still over a 1,000 on Sidekicks. So let's yeah. show girls. I know uh, Gorgo is also dropped... To like seven hundred something, I think. So. Ooh, Showgirls is down to one twelve. Ooh, you want Showgirls? Grab it now. <laughs> yeah. I sh- now I got to watch one to make sure it plays perfectly. I have the four copies I have now because all the fucking replacements. Did you get that old DVD set with the pasties? Did you yeah. keep that? No, I sold it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that. Wait, I, I didn't... you know I had two VIP sets. There was the the first one. That had the pasties in that black box, and there was that other one in the gold box. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Ghost brings up Blood Beach. Man, that is request. That was requested also all the that, time on the Code Red forums. That was the other one. Yeah, that, and Fatal Games. There was le- there's apparently a lot of legal hold up with Blood Beach. I saw it at a, at a drive-in, uh, Riverside Drive-in, like seven, eight years, six or seven years ago, I think now. And it actually it looked good. Good print. It was the uncut version. So I'm holding out hope. It seems like Vinegar Syndrome might get that at some point. 
Todd, did you hear the rumor, and it was not announced, but I'm hearing Congo 4K rumors from Vinegar Syndrome. Really? Yeah. Seen it. Stop eating my sesame cake. I am fucking in. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear me? You never saw Congo? No. Huh. I know Bruce Can I watch it too. with you? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll wait. It's a terrible fucking movie, but I fucking love it. I, it's not You're one gonna... that I, I've like avoided. It just never happened. I think I even bought it on digital just so I could watch it because Bruce Campbell's in it. Mm. I never did it. It's one of those movies. Um, no, uh, outside of Pittsburgh Ghost, uh, April Ghouls. It's a yeah, it's the one I used to go to. It's right near the Dawn of the Dead Mall. Um, but yeah, Congo is one of those ones. Man, they were banking because they put out all the toys and like the merch for it, and it just didn't. Well, it's Michael Crichton, right? Like usually, yeah. usually there's toys to be yeah. made there. But hey, yeah. I like uh, it. I think it's. I was perfect age though. Ghost, do they do like festivals at the Riverside Drive-in? I've never noticed that. I don't like pay attention to Riverside. Not a big IE guy. Because it's gross. <laughs> River Tucky? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, I have to go there in November. <laughs> Slaughter to prevail. It's all right. Could be, could be further. Could be Van Nuys. <laughs> uh, so, on that note, if nobody has any questions about those releases, uh, we'll do some some promo uh so guys uh what god i don't even know what day it is now uh the 24th (laughs) in just a little bit under 48 hours now our friend of the show Corey, is back with s'mores indoors the big resurrection show and i know there were things filmed for this this is a theatrical production there are I'm not going to spoil some surprises I know about, but you don't want to miss S'mores and Doors. You don't want to miss, of course, our great Discord, where you could get a lot of, if you're not uh, scared off from us already. Discord is free. Link is in the chat. Uh, Patreon.com slash Fleshwind Features for exclusive uncensored content. And that all starts at just a dollar. And uh, once again, our annual Halloween slash Tober tournament begins soon. Uh Doing the math right? Is it October next time we're back with you? No, I mean, not, not quite. Almost. <coughs> it's uh, like four days away. It's the twenty seventh. <laughs> yeah, but we'll be five back. days away. We'll be back live on Wednesday, and uh, we also have Squared Circle Society coming up. XPW South of Heaven, and uh, coverage for I that. Think have, I think we have so. an interview coming up too. I gotta confirm it. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is, but well, or I think it I, right when we're done. That works. That works. Uh, and I think that's all I've got. You can also catch me on Gorophobe, another friend of the channel's uh, show coming up in the next week. I don't know what he's announced, so check that out as well. And uh, gentlemen, on that note, unless you have anything else, good night. Good evening. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'll see you on Disneyland. <laughs>